You want to be financially free and listen to me when I say you absolutely can be, you know, I don't care what your background is. You can make great money online because I see it happen all the time. But also listen to me when I say that, you know, no matter what make money online opportunity that you see on YouTube, you will stay stuck being broke if you continue to do the same dumb stuff that most people do that keeps them poor. And in this video, I'm telling you exactly what that dumb stuff is so you can avoid it. Now, this video might seem like I'm roasting you a little bit, but that's just because I want you to succeed. So I'm not holding back and I've helped a lot of people generate massive wealth in their businesses and help them achieve freedom that they never thought possible. So I know what holds most people back the most. I was in the same situation that you're in now probably, and I want you to get the most value in the shortest time possible. So you may want to click off and go find passive income ideas or whatever, but I promise you now, if you aren't willing to watch a video like this, then you aren't serious about making serious money. It's as simple as that. But if you are in fact serious about building real wealth, tune in and let me tell you the 12 things that you might be doing that keep you broke. As we go through this list, be really honest with yourself about which ones apply to you so you can address them as fast as possible. Let's dive right in. Being poor is like a vortex. It needs some serious energy to break out of it, but most people struggle to generate the momentum to do that. One of the biggest reasons for this is they haven't set specific, clear, and attainable financial goals. They're just vague and foggy, and the fact is, if you don't have a clear goal, you aren't going to hit it, right? Kind of obvious, really, but when I ask somebody point blank what's your financial goal too often they're just kind of like well i want to be financially free well so does everybody but that kind of answer is too wishy-washy and it doesn't give you the concrete steps that you can take getting specific with your financial goals is the first step to actually stepping onto the path of making things happen and i can usually tell how successful a person is going to be by the quality of the goals that that person's created for themselves successful and unsuccessful people share the same goals but the difference is in how these goals are framed start by asking yourself a few simple questions such as where do i want to be financially in the next five years how much can i save per month to make sure i get there what income streams can i build what challenges do i anticipate and how do i plan to overcome them how much do i currently earn and how could i earn more make sure your goals are specific measurable, achievable, realistic, and time conscious. This will give you the rocket fuel that you need to consistently take action to change your situation. Here's something that might surprise you because when I started meeting wealthy people, it surprised me as well. Rich people are more money conscious than poor people most of the time. Some of the richest people that I know are the stingiest when it comes to actually spending the money. Now this really surprised me because you know I thought that having a ton of money would make you less conscious when it comes to spending and saving because well, you're rich, right? You don't have to pinch pennies anymore, but this is completely the wrong way around. In fact, the rich people got that way exactly because they're super conscious of their income and expenses. That's literally how they got there. So if you want to stay poor, keep yourself completely in the dark when it comes to your budget, right? You know, don't track anything. Literally just spend money and don't even think about where it's going, okay? Don't cut out unnecessary costs. Don't, you know, prioritize saving money. And of course, avoid checking your bank account at all costs 
especially after a night out. You'll stay broke forever. Here's something I always thought was absolutely crazy. Most people who watch YouTube videos don't actually click the like button, okay? I'm joking, but definitely click the like button if you're enjoying this video so far, at least slightly enjoying it. But what I really think is nuts is that the majority of people are struggling in some way financially. Nearly seven in 10 Americans, for example, have less than $1,000 in their savings account, according to one survey. And yet, go out in any major city on a Saturday night and you'll see every club and bar packed to the wall of people spending money on $20 cocktails. And if you suggest to these same people that they buy a course on personal or professional development or hire a mentor, they'll look at you like you're the crazy one. How does this make any sense at all? Well, it, it doesn't, right? At all. One way of achieving uncommon success is looking at what the majority of people are doing and choosing the exact opposite. So instead of spending money in expensive restaurants, clubs and bars, you absolutely should have a big chunk of your monthly income set aside for personal development, especially if you're not where you want to be financially right now. Your skills and abilities are how you provide value to the marketplace. Your value to the marketplace is how you get paid. And if you don't invest in yourself, your value doesn't increase and neither does your income. It really is as simple as that, right? You want to get to the position where if you lost everything, you could move to any major city and within five years, you'd be wealthy again. And that really is what sets apart wealthy people from those who struggle. So identify the high income skills to invest in, find three top resources such as courses, books, and even free resources like, you know, blogs and YouTube channels. Here you are now. And you don't just invest with money, but also time and energy. Commit to daily learning practice and I promise you that in the next five years your situation will be completely different to the way it is now. Here's something you should know. Having just one stream of income is like playing Russian roulette. Having a single source of income such as your job and then you know crossing your fingers and just kind of hoping that it stays that way. Well here's the thing okay. No matter how safe and secure you think your job is right now, you can still be laid off in a moment's notice. The market fluctuates, the economy isn't as stable as people think it is as we've been seeing in recent times, and a person can work for 10 years in the same company and get laid off when that company needs to restructure. It happens all the time. And the fact is, it's never been easier to generate multiple sources of income so that you don't actually have all of your eggs in one basket. So if you're curious about how to actually build a real online business, more streams of income, and even how to do it step by step, there are a ton of videos on my channel that dive into the specifics. Think freelancing, starting a side business, or investing in stocks or real estate, whatever it may be, whatever the case, just put a plan in place to make sure that you won't be in a real bad situation if your main source of income collapses. Okay, so I've gotta be real with you, right? Most people are financially illiterate and this is one of the big reasons that they will be broke for the rest of their lives, unfortunately. Finance is something that whenever taught in school, you were taught how to play the recorder for literally no reason. I still can't figure out why they taught us that. You were taught, you know, long division and multiplication. Uh, I can't even pronounce that properly. Even though, you know, handheld calculators have been around since the 60s. 
for God's sake, and everyone uses them. But your teachers refuse to teach you the one thing that might actually help prevent you from being broke as an adult, basic financial education. So if you're financially illiterate, it isn't entirely your fault. However, what you do after this video is 100% your fault if you don't change this. Why? Because you can learn everything that you need to know from free YouTube channels because the internet is pretty amazing, especially today. It's much better than it was when I started out. There was no information about how to build online business and all of that. I had spent $5,000 to buy my first course to teach me online business, for example. That being said, I recommend the channel called How Money Works because it's super useful and pretty much has the YouTube game nailed down more than any other channel I know. The more you learn, the more you earn. So start educating yourself if you want to raise your net worth. And if you don't, then you've got nobody else to blame but do you want to know one of the stupidest investment decisions i see people make way too often buying unnecessary household stuff like tvs and sofas on finance depreciating assets that lose value over time yeah most of the time it's interest free but if you don't have the money to buy a new sofa, then don't buy a new sofa. Sit on the floor instead. What's even crazier is that many people will take out loans on stuff that they don't need at all. I mean, these days you can be a minimalist and you can live pretty happily like all of these people do, but most of the time, these purchases are purely for retail therapy and just drag you into something that you should not feel comfortable being in, and that's unnecessary debt. The status quo tells us that being in debt is just a normal part of life, and this is absolutely wrong. That being said, not all debt is the same. In order to build a business, you may need an investment that puts you in debt for a certain amount of time, for example, but blindly going into unnecessary credit card debt and staying there because you don't have the financial discipline to resist buying a new car or the new PS5 is one thing that will keep you poor, making someone else rich for a long time. Porter Gale, author of Your Network as Your Net Worth says, I believe that your social capital or your ability to build a network of authentic, personal and professional relationships, not your financial capital, is the most important asset in your portfolio. The fact is, we live in a hyper-individualized society, and the myth of a self-made millionaire is very real. And it's something that we all seem to believe on some level, but it's complete bullshit. Even Arnold Schwarzenegger, for example, thinks so. Well, I think that every day we are benefiting from someone helping us. That's why I said earlier, there's no such thing as a self-made man. He attributes most of his success to the amazing people in his life over the course of his career. If even the Terminator admits that we can't reach our potential alone, maybe, you know, we should probably listen. And the reality is, your network can open doors to opportunities that you might never have found on your own. So in order to build your network, it helps to attend industry events, join professional groups on LinkedIn and Facebook, and set the intention to connect with other people who might help you on your way, help them in return, and you'll create relationships that will make you way more successful than you could ever possibly have imagined. If you pay attention to the way most people talk about their financial situation, they do one of two things, okay? Complain and blame about the government, the economy, the stock market. The specifics don't really matter because a person who is determined to avoid responsibility will always find something to point the finger at. And this is what's called a victim mindset. And it absolutely destroys your potential to achieve true financial freedom and any success in life, right? There are three signs that you have a victim mindset. 
First, you have a belief that because bad things have happened in the past, they'll continue to happen to you. Second, you believe that others are to blame for your misfortune. And third, you believe that there is no point in trying to make a change because it won't work. That's not all. With a victim mindset, when other people try to help you, you'll likely retreat into self-pity and argue that you know nothing will work. And the honest truth is, mostly you just want to feel sorry for yourself rather than put in the work towards any meaningful change. But look, people don't just you know wake up and choose to have a victim mindset. This stuff is rooted in pain, trauma, and disappointment from the past. But while it's okay to feel bad about you know what happened to you and work through some difficult emotions, if you have a victim mindset, you must find a way to end the self-pity and work towards growth. Otherwise, those feelings will follow you around for the rest of your life. In order to build wealth, you'll need to take risks. Staying in your safe comfort zone can become a prison if you're used to making 30k per year and refuse to take a step that could propel you to earning more, you're guaranteed to remain there forever. Now, I'm not saying that you know you should take your entire life savings and dump it into Dogecoin or some other scammy investment. I'm just saying that you should be on the lookout for good opportunities, good investments in the market, and be ready to evaluate the potential risk and rewards and it's all really just about decision making right informed decisions so this is a whole skill in itself that involves doing enough research and determining if the chance of success is higher than the chance of failure an example of calculator risk might be something like uh, investing in stocks and shares your capital is always at risk whenever you invest but you might have determined that the steady growth in income outweighs the chances of it crashing refusing to take risks might help you hang on to whatever income that you actually manage to generate, but it won't help you escape your financial troubles forever. If I meet you today, I could predict your financial future with just one metric, who you spend most of your time with. Misery loves company and people generally don't like to change. It might be the case that the people around you are terrible with money and spend it on dumb stuff like sofas and cocktails. I really seem to have a vendetta against sofas in this video apparently. But it's not uncommon at all that when you decide to change for the better, the people around you don't seem to support that change. And in some cases, they'll even sabotage you. Now, what I'm about to suggest is hands down one of the most important things for your success. Take a look around at the people you're surrounded by. Do they support your long-term goals? Do they bring you up? Or do they in some way hold you back? If the answer is the latter, then you might have to make some pretty tough choices with who you spend your time with if you want to achieve success. And this can be hard, right? But the good news is that a change in the people around you can truly transform your life in big ways in such a small time frame that you'll honestly be shocked. You know, you want the people around you to be positive, growth-minded, have a good relationship with money, be helpful and supportive of you. And when it comes to business partners, you need to know that you can play a long-term game with them over a big stretch of time. So here are three questions everyone should ask when it comes to deciding who to keep in their life. Do I trust this person with my wife if I wasn't there for a long period of time? Would you trust them to hold a huge amount of money for you? During the Holocaust, would this person let you hide inside of their home? If the answer to any of these questions is no, find better friends.
Now, here's something you may not have noticed yet. 95% of people are consumers, the other 5% are the ones who create the stuff that everyone else consumes. And they're the ones who are paid the most and paid handsomely in our society. One of the reasons why consumers almost never get wealthy is simply because they're too distracted by that consumption to change their situation. Especially today with TikTok and the attention economy is literally making money from their eyeballs and it's specifically engineered to keep them hooked as long as possible, to keep you hooked as long as possible. If you want to be part of the other 5%, it's essential that you're able to reduce your consumption, stop being distracted all the time, and Focus on what you're creating. If you can't create anything of value, you will not be able to extract value from the marketplace. So repeat this to yourself regularly. Consumption, not creation. And maybe you'll remember this when you have the choice of creating content for your business or watching the latest YouTube video. Although, you know, you should still watch these videos, my videos obviously, uh, it's very important that you watch these videos, but a really good app that I recommend using for this, for banning all of the apps that you don't want to distract you, is App Blocker on your phone or Freedom if you have the iPhone and Stay Focused Google plugin on your laptop. Naval Ravikant is an Indian American entrepreneur and investor and he's currently worth $65 million as of this recording. He's given a ton of amazing advice over the years when it comes to wealth building and here's one absolute golden nugget that you need to hear. You're not going to get rich renting out your time. You must own equity, a piece of a business, to gain your financial freedom. And I 100% agree, obviously. But most people are trading their time for money and time is really a limited resource. Therefore, your income is really limited. But decoupling your income from your time through things like products, services, and investments will allow you to earn money while you sleep. Not only that, it'll increase the amount you can earn by a substantial amount by building your skills and abilities. Making the decision to stop trading time for money was one of the best decisions I ever made, if not the best decision I ever made in my life. And I'm going to tell you about it in just a moment. Now, if you want to know the best way to decouple your time from your income, listen to this. Okay, so far we've mapped out a bunch of reasons that people stay poor. But now let's talk about how you can actually build wealth. There's a business model that allowed me to uncouple my time working in a call center for minimum wage, which allowed me to build multiple successful businesses, earning millions of dollars online. So if you want to know how I did it, then click the link below this video because I'm telling you literally everything you need to know in a completely free two hour training. And I really appreciate you all as always guys, click the link below and I'll see you in the next video.